And for years and years, I had apparently been writing smooth jazz music. So without I, knowing it. Without knowing, literally without <laughs> knowing it. Hello and welcome to Undercurrent Stories. I'm Bob Wells. The music you can hear in the background is played by my guest on today's show, James Kohler. James is a music producer, composer, arranger and keyboard player with a career spanning four decades. With his current single Yes receiving rave reviews, his smooth jazz and soul music is on the playlists of hundreds of international radio stations, including the BBC and Jazz FM. He is known as the UK's number one indie smooth jazz artist. James tells us about his early years playing and touring with bands such as The Adventures supporting Tears for Fears. We talk about the genre of smooth jazz, for which he is famous for, and we hear how he has worked with and produced over a thousand artists in many different musical styles. We finish up talking about how James uses his experience and musical talent to create compositions from just the humming of a basic melody. If you have ever felt like you have a song inside you, but you don't quite know how to get it out and develop the idea into a song and record it, then this episode is definitely for you. Hello, James, and welcome to the show. Hey, hi, Bob. Wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me on your awesome podcast show. It's very kind of you. Oh, well, that's very nice of you to say so, and th- thank you so much for coming on. Um, but before we talk about your single and your latest projects, can you give us a little background, please, about yourself and how you became interested in music? Sure. Well, you know, I started playing the piano at four years old. Um, my father taught me the piano. And in fact, I'm one of identical triplets. And oh. I had a band with my two identical triplet brothers. Uh, yeah. We started that band when we were actually 12 years old. Um, we were signed to Sony Records when we were 22 years old. Yeah. Um, actually, when we were 16 years old, we, we toured Europe. Um, we were we were sort of a, a jazz rock fusion band at the time. Did you all play instruments? My brother Mark is a bass guitarist and a lead vocalist. And oh yeah. My brother Peter is a guitarist. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you know we we used to play live a lot, of course, and we'd always hire different different drummers. Okay. Yeah. And and do you sing yourself as well? Um, I I do sing, but do you know something? Uh, I know this might sound really funny. I I would <laughs> never class myself as a singer, although I can yeah. sing, and yeah. I'm singing on quite a few of my my records. But I would yeah. not call myself a singer. No, but you can keep in tune and, and you can get by. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I did notice actually doing a bit of background that you were in a. Um, a progressive rock band called Pendragon. Yes, that's right. Yep. Yeah, I, I do do sort of remember them in the seventies. Yes, I mean quite a quite a cult band, um, huge band now actually. Yeah. Now, th- one question I'd like to ask, and I have asked this to other guests, and, and I know you've got your own studio, so it may not have affected you so much. But how's how's the lockdown affected you? Oh, um, it's obviously killed me. Um, yes, nobody's allowed in the studio, so I haven't been able to work. Um, but of course, it gave me a lot of time to work on uh, my new single and work on, you know, I'm working on actually my next Smooth Jazz release. So it's worked out quite well, in fact. Smooth Jazz, for, for, for listeners who perhaps have heard the term but don't know an awful lot about it, what, what, what exactly is Smooth Jazz? Well, I think Smooth Jazz is very melodic um, jazz music, instrumental jazz music with very strong melodies. Yeah. And in fact, um, the backing, tr- the backing tracks are very soulful as well. 
So it's 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 sort of easy listening music, but I hate that term, easy listening. But it, yeah. it, it's just um, it's just very melodic um, jazz. So there's there's you know there's no heavy syncopations in it or anything. It's just it's just very very melodic. Has that always been one of your favourite styles of music to listen to and play? Actually, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's um, it's quite a strange story. If you'd like to like to know. Um, yeah. I released my very first smooth jazz release in 2009 and just prior, just prior to that, probably about 2008, um, I was playing some music and my brother was around, um, and I was working on a track of my own and he said, you know, that style of music you're writing, uh, do you know, it's actually smooth jazz. And I said, smooth jazz. I've never even heard of the genre. <laughs> um, and he said, yeah, it's smooth jazz. And for years and years, I had apparently been writing smooth jazz music. So without I, knowing it. Without knowing, literally without <laughs> knowing it. Because, you know, I was really into uh, Chick Corea, the Mahavishnu Orchestra, Weather Report, so heavily into sort of fusion music and, yeah. and soul music as well, but but not this this smooth jazz music. But yeah. I thought, well, you know, if he says it is smooth jazz music, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go and try and release my first record and you know as they say the rest is history yeah and and on the um the music that you've been releasing i gather that it's quite famous you know you're quite famous in america oh yes yes it's it's, it's smooth jazz is big in america it's it's yeah. it's it's big in japan as well big in germany yes oh yes it's interesting these days how uh, music you know it's very genre orientated isn't it, it and, is. and um whereas you know in the 60s and 70s and perhaps early 80s there was pop music, there was country music, rock music, etc. Yes. I guess it would have been put within the whole pop music thing at that time, but now it's got its own genre. And and you're now you're the UK's known as the UK's number one indie smooth jazz artist. Well, you, you know what? Um, I always say that I'm really happy being a, a big fish in a small pond because, you know, smooth jazz is a very, very small genre as well as obviously jazz itself is, is really a small genre. Um, yeah. But, but, you know, I'm happy about that. And, and for good or bad, actually, there are not many smooth jazz artists in, in in the uk yeah they're mainly in the states and in fact even um the artists that were in the uk have moved to the states oh right yeah 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 so as as you um i mean your careers span three or four decades yes so you were with your brothers uh, initially, That's and then right. you went on to tour with Tears for Fears. I was supporting Tears for Fears um, in yeah. a group called The Adventures. Um, the Adventures were signed to Chrys- Chrysalis Records. They had a few hit singles, Drowning in a Sea of Loves, Send My Heart, Broken Land. So um, I was the keyboard player in that band, opening up for Tears for Fears on the Songs from the Big Chair Tour back in 1985. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, so it was like the biggest tour of that year. It was an incredible experience at the time. You know, I was really young at the time, an incredible experience. Yeah, I bet it was. I bet it was. And you must have, what, you went right around the world, did you? So I was hired as a session musician. So I was just hired oh, right. for America and Canada. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, to give you some idea of the venues we played, we did five nights at the um, Radio City Music Hall in, in New York. Wow. Um, we played at the Grand Old Opry in Nashville. We played at Red Rocks in Den- Denver, Colorado. Played in obviously big amphitheaters. Um, it was it was really real fun. That must have been a great experience to sort of kick your career off. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yes. And and funny enough, you, you know, um, you know, I was I was a session musician at the time, obviously, and you know, you just put an advert saying that you've just toured 
supporting Tears for Fears, and the work was just flooding in, literally yeah. just because of that. Are you touring at all at the moment? Have you got any gigs lined up? Um, no, actually, I'm not. I'm not gigging at the moment. I, I'm just focused on, um, you know, my music production for for clients. So, yeah. so no, I'm not actually gigging. And in terms of your composing, where where do you get your ideas from? Um, you know, actually, a lot of people ask ask that question: you know, where do I get my ideas? What influence? influences me but the honest truth is i'm actually not influenced when i write music i just get to the piano get to the keyboard and i start developing ideas you know maybe put down a chord progression then a bass line then a then a a drum then drums and it's like a uh, snowball effect so it just i just build builds up um you know so that's that's the sort of way it works do you sort of wake up sometimes with an idea I don't, not at all, actually, not at all. You, you know, I, I, I've been doing this for a living since 1989, writing music for singers and songwriters. So yeah. you just get in that that frame of mind that you've just got to write something and, and it just happens to come. It just comes. And do you ever get artists who've got a rough idea of what they want? You know, they can hum a little bit and then you can do the rest. Does it, does it work like that at all? Yes. Yeah, sorry. That's the way it works. You know, literally ah. somebody hums a melody to me. They don't even need a lyric. And I can hear that vocal melody and then create the, mus- the music. You know, I can even create music and then they they take the backing track away and create their vocal melody to the um, to the music. And, and in fact, um, there's a song um, called Something Beautiful by Helena Grieber um, yeah. that, that got to one in got to number one on one of the CD Baby charts. And yeah. I wrote that music for her. And she put the vocal melody on afterwards. Oh, wow. So tell us a little bit about your studio. How, how long have you had it, James? Okay, so I started my studio in 1989. And I'm, in fact, on my sixth studio now. I've had five commercial studios. Um, but but now I think because of the economy, um, I decided to, uh, to have my studio in my home. So my studio is yeah. in my home right now. In terms of, of artists that you, you produce, obviously the, there's, a, there's a list and we'll put them on the show notes later mm. so that people can, can see who you produce, but there's some fairly big names there. Um, have you got much work at the moment in terms of um, new artists coming along? Well, I have to be honest, because of the lockdown, there's, there's no work, obviously, yeah. because I'm not allowed to have anybody in the studio. <laughs> but of course, I'm hoping that's going to change soon. I'm, I'm sure it will. I mean, you know, people are sort of getting their hair cut again, aren't they? Yeah. Nails done. Not that I get my nails done, but um, <laughs> and all that. So, um, are you in, in the way your studio works? Yes. Um, do you welcome any any types of musicians, or have you got, have they got to be people who've perhaps been in the charts before? Or? No, absolutely not. Um, it doesn't matter as long as you have an idea for a song. I can make something great happen. That's my sort of motto. So, um, no, because the interesting thing is so many people um, sing melodies to themselves and think, oh, if only I could create a record, you know, have a finished product. So, you yeah. know, my clients are so varied. You know, I, um, one of my best clients was a, a solicitor, um, a surgeon, a bus driver, you know, you, you name it. A- anybody can come to me and... You know, in fact, Helena Grieber is um, she works in the medical profession. Oh, right. Yes, yes. So, yeah. um, of course, I, I produce professional artists as well. But yeah. um, 
you know, anybody can come to me and, you know, please do come to me, you know. Any listeners out there who fancy having themselves recorded, we, yes. we'll pull all that on the show notes if that's okay, James, and, and they can make contact with you. So if they wanted to do, say, one or two songs, yeah. would that be like a day studio time? How, how long would it take? Well, normally if somebody just sings a vocal melody to me within just five to eight hours, I should have composed, performed, produced the complete backing track just within five to eight hours. Wow. Which is incredibly quick. And as I say, that's, that's yeah. because I've, I've been doing it for 31 years now. Yes. So that, that's everything. That's all, all the, the drums, the bass. That, all the drum, that the whole backing track. Yeah. Now, of, co- of course, they then would have to hire an, uh, to book another day to do the vocals. But obviously, yeah. you know, if they know exactly what they're doing and, you know, they've done all their rehearsing. Because, yeah. you know, studios are not for rehearsing. Studios are just for recording. But, well, I was going to say, I, mm. sorry, I was going to say that. So if they've got an idea, I yeah. assume you, they, they come to you with, with the idea in their head or can they send that to you? Because, well, I, I, you know, yes. would, would they want to be with you while you're, compo- while you're actually finishing it off or is that something you do on your um, own? This is the way it happens. Um, yeah. I actually ask them to send me um, the, the, just, the vo- just the vocal melody. Yeah, and then I actually compose the music before they actually arrive. So I, I must say that I actually give my clients at least five hours free production time, yeah. and yeah. that production is in in me before they even come to the studio. I have composed their melody for them. Yeah. So and yeah. then they come along and and they they basically sing it. Um, yes. Yeah. So what they do is they, um, I ask them to send me uh, a reference track. So reference track is a style of music um, that they think that production would really quite suit their vocal melody. So yeah. it, it would be from a, um, obviously maybe a, you know, a commercial famous artist. And I, I'm very good at absorbing the production vibe of, of that, that song. You know, I'm not stealing anything. I'm just absorbing the, the, the vibe, you know, so yeah. they might, they might want, uh, an Adele type of vibe or, you know, any major artist, and I'm just good at absorbing that vibe. So, so that, that's the way it works. Okay. And then they, they would come on for another day and, and then it would Correct. be done. Another day to do, to do the vocals. And then on that, on that same day, hopefully I was going to say, if they know what they're doing, they should be able to record the vocals, vocals in say two or three hours. And, and then the last, the last two processes are mixing and mastering and, and believe it or not, um, I can normally mix and master a whole song in one hour. Wow. Now, now people say that's incredible, but yet again, it's because I've been doing this for a long time. And also, you know, um, there, there's these producers that, you know, spend a day tweaking a hi-hat sound or, or yeah. a snare drum sound. No. The only thing that makes a hit record, as far as I'm concerned, is an incredible vocal, an incredible vocal melody um, sung, sung with passion. Yeah. Yeah, because that's yeah, what we when, listen to, isn't it? Well, it is, and when you think in in the sort of early days where you know groups would just go into a studio and play live, yes, and probably take a few takes, yes, uh, they still capture the, the that magic spirit. That's it. It's With, all about the vibe, Bob. It's all yeah. about the vibe. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think of today? You know, what what are your thoughts on today's contemporary music scene? Well, I think I I think I mean I don't really listen to a lot of it to be honest because because the pro- the problem is um it is sounding very very samey. Um people are using the same technology. 
you know, if a, if a record, a number one record has a certain, um, a certain sound about it, some special effect, then everyone's repeating that effect, you know, might be the, yeah. you know, that vocal stutter effect, or actually that's a bit passe now, or, or like those vocals that are sampled vocals and they're very high pitched and they sound very melodic. Um, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know everybody's just jumping in on the same sort of bandwagon. They think they've got to create a track that sounds like the latest thing. But of course, that's so, so wrong because, yeah. you know, there's more chance of winning the lottery than than being successful yeah. doing that because yeah. really not many people want to hear the same thing over and over again. But I think there's a, I think there's a lot of artists such as yourself who are still making some fantastic music, um, but they're not necessarily getting the commercial exposure that – uh, is happening, say, through Spotify or iTunes or whatever. What are, what are your thoughts on that? No, no, I totally agree with that because you see, I, I don't, I don't make music to make money. I make music only for me, to be honest. It's only yeah. for me. If if I don't yeah. like it, um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter what anybody else says about my music. I won't release it, and no. that's why I don't get any feedback on my music either. Well, maybe maybe one or two people. You know, I do actually send it to a couple of DJs that I, I really trust. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, um, no, um, nobody hears it because I have to be happy with it at the end of the day. Yeah. I heard you were on the Gary Williams show fairly recently. Oh, yes. Gary Williams is such an amazing guy. And of course, he, he did a podcast with you. Absolutely amazing guy. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Plays play some great music, some of the old school stuff and, oh, and some of the more contemporary stuff like yourself. That's yourself. correct. Yeah, your Beautiful music. stuff. On the subject of the... Um, genre of music of, of, of smooth jazz. I noticed that a lot of the artists that you've produced, it's not necessarily um, smooth jazz. So, so I guess when artists are looking to record from you, you, you can take a different, you know, a different approach, diverse types of music. Is that right? Well, absolutely. In, in fact, if I could just plug my website, which is jamescolaproductions.com. And yeah. by the way, Cola is spelled C-O-L-A-H. Um, I've got 32 tracks on there of such diverse genres of music and all the music was composed and performed and produced by me. And there's a indie rock track. There's, um, there's, um, funk music there. There's soul music, um, country music. Um, just, I, I love writing in, in, in different genres of music. Yeah. Well, I, I've listened to quite a lot, a lot of your songs over the last few days, oh. James. Um, and there's some really nice bits of guitar. I particularly liked a song called "Touched by the Light." Oh yes, that's that's a really nice song. Oh, thank you. And um, Costa Rican girl with some nice guitar. Thank you. Quite a lot of Latin feel in some of these songs, I have to say. Yes, and there's another one called "Did you listen to Cha Cha Chihuahua?" Yes, I did. Yes, yeah. that's thank that's that's nice as well. Thank you. Um, on the you did you've had quite a lot of success with Key Jam seven number ones. Oh yes, that's that's right. Key Jam was a, a soul project that I've been involved with literally for the last twenty five years. Um, the guy is called um, who hires me is called um, D Magic, and funny enough, Magic backwards is Key Jam. Yeah, and I've written all written all the music for him, and he's actually the executive producer. And it has been so successful. We've had, as I say, seven number ones in the UK soul charts. Um, there's an album out. Um, yeah, it's been it's been great. You mentioned earlier that you're um, currently working on some new songs, James. Can you tell us a little bit more about them? 
Sure. Well, you know, I actually only released my my latest single called Yes um, three week three weeks ago, but yeah. I'm, I'm working on my follow up to that. Um, which is yes if you listen to yes it's a very powerful up tempo track but yeah. this next track is going to be very very mellow very slow uh very atmospheric and i think that's as much as i'm going to tell you about it at the moment uh, and and it is smooth smooth jazz it is yeah smooth jazz. looking forward to hearing that i've been listening oh, to the songs over the last few days since um gary played one of your songs and i, oh, I discovered you. you a bit more and like i said we'll put everything on the show notes so that people can find out more oh thank you well, James, it's been a great conversation. How can people find out more about your work? Okay. Well, if you go to my website, jamescoderproductions.com, and um, as I say, there's 32 tracks on there. Uh, yeah. There's my um, contact page. You know, if you are interested in me helping you produce your music, I'd be delighted to do that. And, you know, don't, don't be shy. Whoever you are, if you've got an idea for a melody, I'll make something great happen. Well, certainly the end results are proof of the pudding. That's, that's all I can say. So, oh, thank um, you, Bob. James, thanks very much for coming on the show. Thank you. Oh, it's a real pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Bob. My thanks go to today's guest, James Kohler, record producer and smooth jazz artist. I found this a fascinating conversation, and over the last few weeks, I've really been enjoying James's music. His new single, Yes, is perfect for chilling out on, on a hot summer's evening. If you fancy recording a song with James, just get in touch with him. You don't have to be an experienced artist as he can help you right through. He has co-written, arranged, performed, produced and recorded songs for well over a thousand artists. Contact details for James as well as the link to his music can be found on the show notes. You have been listening to Undercurrent Stories. I hope that you enjoyed the show. Please subscribe or follow the show for future episodes. And if you like what you hear, please share the show link to your friends and family. And if you have 60 seconds, I will be most grateful if you would please rate and review. Please check out our webpage and social media links, details of which can be found on the show notes. Until next time, this is Bob Wells wishing you all the very best. 